This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday at BetQL Daily on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Live weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the BetQL Audio Network. Ostrowski and Horvat. We do this every Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm here Monday through Friday. Uh, how about J.J. Watt? Signs with the Arizona Cardinals. Until I started seeing Tweet Deck Horvat, yeah. I didn't I didn't even consider someone actually one placing a wager on the Cardinals to win the Super Bowl because of JJ Watt or two sports books reacting and moving the number. Now maybe there was so much action coming in at a high number on the Cardinals that the market dictated some movement down. Some books did that, some did not. Our friends at points bet. Move the line, move the Super Bowl odds. I couldn't believe that they moved it from 45 to 30. Maybe in the next couple of days, we'll get someone from points bet to talk about it. Did they do this because they were anticipating a lot of money coming in on the Cardinals? They didn't like it in that 50 range or what it was. But it was interesting because like many others, like, what are you, what are you talking about? You're moving it down from 45 to 30? It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know what? There are still three teams in the NFC West that have shorter Super Bowl odds than the Arizona Cardinals. Man, I got to tell you, as a better, I think this is this is blatantly unfair. I think it's unfair. Honestly, I'm not criticizing points bet. I'm just saying that this is what the market has done. That now you have an entire division. None of the Super Bowl odds are longer than 30 to 1 because there is so much speculation on so many teams. There are 19 teams that have odds of 30 or shorter. 19. And then there everybody else is in that uh, 50 or higher range. 13 teams that people don't expect to make a big move at quarterback. What are the what are, what are the Rams odds right now? Do you have those right in front of you right For- now? What are the Rams? I'll, t- I'll tell you what they are, the NFC West. So I mentioned Arizona's 30 to 1. The favorite is the LA Rams at 14 to 1, San Francisco 15, Seattle 20. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, with Arizona, I kind of I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming with 32 year old JJ Watt, who finally last season did play in all 16 games. But what did he have? Five sacks. Now, Arizona, I felt like they were going to be a very public team regardless just because, like, if you look at the MVP props or the MVP futures last year, everybody was all in on Kyler Murray. The last eight games of the season, Kyler Murray was really dinged up. I mean, he was banged up. He was injured. But I also feel like he's kind of been – 
I don't want to say this because I am a big Kyler Murray fan, but I want to say he's almost kind of been figured out. He's just, I hate to say he's too short, but man, those balls were getting batted down at the line of scrimmage the second half of the season, especially when he wasn't able to use his legs so much. So when he's unable to use his legs and you force him in the pocket, he he can't do that. He has to use his legs. He's injured or hampered. He's just not in quarterback. Uh, you know, J.J. Watt, um, I don't want to rip the move because, again, like you're getting money. You're getting, what, $24 million guaranteed at 32 years old. And like everybody's ripping them like, well, I thought he wanted to go to a Super Bowl contender. It's all about the money for J.J. Watt. At least that's what they're saying uh, in Green Bay because everybody thinks that the Super Bowl window uh, is is closing in Green Bay, but it's still open because you have Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback. But like, I don't know. I think the defense especially improves uh, in Arizona if Chandler Jones does stick around in. Arizona because JJ Watt, even at his age, 31 last year, saw more double teams than any other defensive player in the NFL, which I found crazy. But there's nobody around him. There's nobody with him on that Texans defense. So maybe so now, that's what that's what people are thinking. Like, okay, he's gonna go to an average to maybe slightly above average defense, which has some playmakers, Patrick Peterson. And you've got Buda Baker. He's making some plays from time to time. But for me, Horvat, when I'm looking at Super Bowl futures or a team that, that has immense upside, we we begin stories one, two, and three for me. Quarterback, head coach. Head coach, also the playmaker. So that's as far as we have to go right now. So I, I have to trust that Cliff Kingsbury won't have game management issues like he had a year ago. And I, I yes, Murray was hobbled. But you've got to find a way to get it done. They were three and six after the bye. And yeah. look, look at their wins last year. Washington, okay. In the end, that ended up looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. But Jets, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, okay, you beat up on the NFC East. Congratulations. You also lost to some poor teams like New England, Detroit, Carolina. Right, right. And you think about some of those wins. Some of those wins easily could have been losses. The Hal Murray, which, you know, yeah. I- it's probably their best win of the season, and it shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been a winning. Uh, so that's the thing. They went eight and eight last year. I just I look at coaching, especially when I'm going to play futures. Like I'm all in on the Rams, not really so much because of Matthew Stafford, but because now Sean McVay actually has a quarterback that he can trust to throw the ball down the field. Like Goff, especially after that loss to Seattle last year, didn't throw a ball twenty yards down the field until the playoffs. So um, that that's what I don't trust is Kingsbury. Not only is game management. But just him, uh, you know, I, I really don't. And um, obviously, you know, I feel like they're going to be a very public team just because of the names. Like J.J. Watt is a name. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's going to be bigger free agent additions for some of these teams. But J.J. Watt's the biggest name because he's a three-time defensive player of the year because he's on every single commercial because he's hosted Saturday Night Live. But he's also 32 years old. And I don't see him playing 16 games this season unless he's used in – is maybe like a situational type player. Like he's not out there for every single snap, but I don't see that being the case, but I get why the odds shift Joe, just because they're going to be a public team. Kyler Murray, you got Deandre Hopkins. Now JJ Watt, you know, Patrick Peterson does stay because I know that there's some talk. Maybe he'll be gone and he's 30 years old. Now. I just feel like everybody's going to run to the window now because of JJ Watt kind of like they did with Tampa Bay last year because of Tom Brady. This is the overreaction off season because People saw some betters get in on Bucks land Tom Brady. They get him. They bring in Tom Brady, a superstar. He's not what he once was, but he's still a star, right? And he started recruiting players. So maybe there's this thought in the back of 
people's heads, even though J.J. Watt is not the quarterback, that now other players around the league are going to want to go and play for J- with J.J. Watt. I just don't see it. And that division's too tough, man. It's murderer's row. So eight and eight in that division is actually pretty good. I, I won't yeah. criticize that completely, even though I just went over some of their bad losses. But man, no Did, interest. Okay. Well, I, I just have no I just have no interest. Now I will say DVOA last year overall, they were 13th, um, 10th. They were a top 10 defense DVOA. The problem was offense. 19. That's it, man. Do you have the ceiling? Can you get to be a top five, top 10 offense? And with Kingsbury, I just don't see it. You know what I hate is that I hate that I didn't play just a small little future on the Arizona Cardinals because I knew J.J. Watt wasn't going to take a big enough pay cut to go play somewhere like Pittsburgh or play somewhere like Green Bay. Green Bay doesn't have money for their own guys. They would have legitimately been able to give them maybe four or five million dollars. I knew Buffalo was going to be a long shot, but I should have thought in the back of my head, what about Arizona? You got to remember he has a long history with Vance. Some books didn't even have that listed. Some books didn't even post them. What, what was it? Did you even see a number anywhere? I, I did not. As People far didn't as... even have them listed a lot of places. Wow. No, yeah. It's it's never even, talked about. I never saw the Cardinals, but I didn't even think about like Vance Joseph. Like if you go back to Watt's rookie year, which was what, 2011, he was uh, the, the uh, he was under Wade Phillips. They used some of the same philosophies. So I didn't even think about that. The familiarity there with, with, with Vance Joseph. So kicking myself for that one, because again, mm-hmm. I don't really blame. It wasn't available. It wasn't available for you to bet. You can't kick yourself. Well, that's true. I It wasn't <laughs> available anywhere. I can't believe that, though. If it was, we would have seen that tweeted everywhere. We follow See, the same sports betting saw, accounts. Once, well, <laughs> once I saw 13, 14, 12, 13 million a year, I was like, okay, that's not Green Bay. That's not even Buffalo. Like, you know how much you set yourself back if you're Buffalo and you're this up-and-coming team and you haven't even paid, you know, you, you got to probably have to pay Josh Allen a lot of money coming up here. And then you're going to give $13 million to J.J. Watt. I just didn't see it happening. So I should have been, you know, for a team like Arizona. But if they weren't on the board, there's nothing I could do about it. I don't care what the reports say. That tells me nobody was interested. If he's going to Arizona, the third or fourth best team in that division, he went for the hefty paycheck. No, No real team that has a shot here this season was going after J.J. Watt. That's what it did. Ryan Pace did Ryan Pace make a call because that was my that was my favorite report, Joe. Who's going to be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Who cares? Bring JJ in, pair him up with Khalil Mack, baby. Idiotic. They're they're speaking today, and I have a show tonight, so it might get ugly. We'll see. Listen, if you're in the Chicago area, yeah, yeah, they're all they're all all talking for the next couple days, and they're gonna they're gonna say absolutely nothing. We're gonna parse every single word, and they're gonna say nothing, and there will be a hundred questions about the quarterback and. They're going to say absolutely nothing. It'll be, oh, we respect other teams, other players. We can't say anything. Well, if you have to play that today, um, what is it, March 2nd? Who's the Bears starting quarterback week one of the 2021 season? How about the report that came out yesterday? Makes a lot of sense. Alex Smith. Who, 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 was, who was it? Alex Smith. Oh, yeah, Alex Smith. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, makes that a makes lot of sense. Both of these guys are basically on, on one-year leashes, the head coach and a general manager. If it's my team, I'm not letting you give up a ton. Of, I'm not going to let you mortgage the future of my team. But that, that's what I would do. But Horvat, we've got a wild, a wild college basketball card that we've got to get to for tonight. We've got two teams, top six, 
matchups. We got two top six matchups since uh, they redid the rankings here. I like to do it on a week to week basis. Let's start. Uh, let's go chronological order because for some reason it's a late afternoon game. We've got Baylor and West Virginia. Last uh, I checked here, we've got the Baylor Bears as four and a half point favorites. I know some books. Move to five, the total of 149 and a half. Ken Palm has this number at five. They have the total a little bit higher. Uh, what do you think about Baylor, West Virginia? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I jumped on this last night. Um, I don't know that I love it, but I liked it enough when it was at four and a half that I did get it because I figured it would go to five. You know, Baylor is coming off really a crappy performance, obviously. Uh, Well, really two bad performances because... They had the three-week layoff for COVID. They come back, and they were brutal in that first half against Iowa State, but they end up winning the game outright. And then they couldn't hit a shot against Kansas. They only shot 34% from the field and 23% from three against Kansas over the weekend in their first loss. If you look what they do on the season, 49% from the floor, 40% from three-point range. I see it being closer to those type of numbers tonight. So I like them in a bounce back spot. Uh, the only thing that does concern me a little bit is uh, Derek Culver in this matchup. Uh, you know, for West Virginia, I just feel like he could have a huge night, not only on the glass, but scoring the basketball down low. Um, but still, I expect Baylor to bounce back, man. They're the fourth most efficient offense in the country, eighth most efficient defense. So if yeah. I could get them as four and a half point favorites in a bounce back spot off their first loss of the season, Road Dogs. I took it last night. I, I like Baylor tonight, four and a half, uh, four and a half point favorites. I would also lay it here. Now, part of betting this game is is it's a bit of a guessing game. You're mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, if Baylor going to start crashing the boards again? Are they going to start hitting their threes? Because even with uh, their poor effort last game, overall, the last two games they haven't been the Baylor Bears that we know, right? Um, but but even though they've gone fourteen for fifty one from the outside. They're still number one in the country in three-point shooting. Like they're still number one. They're still third in effective field goal percentage. They're fourth in offensive efficiency. Uh, it, you're taking a bit of a shot in the dark here, but the line is a little short. Overreacting to what we saw Saturday. Now maybe we're off. Maybe this continues for a third consecutive game. And you know the first game a little unfair because they did take care of Iowa State in the second half there. Uh, but I'm with you. This line is short, and the market is expecting uh, Baylor to struggle a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, but uh, I, I think you take Baylor. This is probably this might be the shortest number we're going to get until we get into the Final Four, right? If they if they make that run. I mean, this is a team that I didn't think was going to lose in the regular season. Like, I honestly was going to play them and Gonzaga against the field, and now they're coming off one loss, and everybody's overreacting. And I love it. And and again, man, like three weeks, like you got to get back into game shape. Like, not only these guys are still in shape, but to be in basketball shape, a three-week layoff, that's a long time to be away from the floor. Illinois is getting eight at Michigan. Four at two. Can you bet this game? Can you bet on the Illini? Can you take the eight without knowing if Al DeSumo is going to be out there? Oh, man. See, I, I, I did last night. I took the eight just because 
if he is out there and that number is really inflated i don't i don't know that i expect him to be to be out there man i think they hold off until conference tournament but still i think they can as close even without him on the floor that's what the line told me when it opened at eight and a half and we're now sitting at eight that they don't expect io to be out on the court can't wait to see tonight we'll get to this evening's nba card next joe Shrowski, ryan horvath at ql audio network